When we moved up here to this neck of the woods and settled in on our farm, there was an old farmer who lived to the west of us and his older brother who lived to the east, and this is what we were told. The old farmer worried that his older brother felt the ache of aloneness when he woke up in his empty house down by Johnson's Corner, so the farmer made sure one of his kids always dropped off a bucket of milk every night and left it there by his brother's front door said his herd of cows produced enough milk so he wanted his brother to swallow down and taste it, that this was a place flowing with the milk and honey of kindness, and that none of us are ever alone. Turned out, though, that the older brother was mighty concerned that the farmer didn't have enough to offer around his table for his posse of kids, so the older brother made it a habit to head up after nightfall and leave a couple dozen eggs at the old farmer's door, washed eggs of shades of white and paling green and earthy brown, said his flock of hens produced enough eggs, so he wanted his brother to know that all needs are tucked underneath an attentive wing of provision and that none of us are ever alone. Then one night in early spring, so the story goes, right after the songs of the frogs had returned to the marsh at the back of Mr. Knapp's farm, and the whole dark world was being serenaded by a rising, croaking glory, It happened that the old farmer himself headed east with a bucket of milk, and the older brother was heading west with a crate of eggs. And somewhere south of the bridge that crosses the Maitland River, the two brothers ran right into each other, came face to face with each other in the shadows, recognized the other simply by how similar the other's face looked to his own. In the bluing light, the two sat down on the warm earth and listened to the symphony of frog songs and the slow opening of each other's lives. It is best to be with those in time that we hope to be with in eternity. Thomas Fuller It is best to befriend those now who we hope to be his friend for all eternity. It is best to consider anyone a friend who drives us closer to God. The story goes that when the sun crept up over the horizon, it found the two brothers face to face, there where McNaught Line meets Creamery Road, found them sitting at the crossroads. The truest story never stops telling us. Wherever our roads cross with others' roads, we can experience the power of the cross. Wherever our roads cross with others' roads, The cross can be lifted high and lift us both up and into Him. Wherever our roads cross, the cross can make even us friends. I don't know if there is anyone better qualified to write this book than Scott Sauls, because I don't know a man who better incarnates the crucified Christ to everyone he meets. Scott is the very rare man who befriends everyone he meets because he walks with Christ as his friend carries Christ's cross as his friend, extends Christ's grace and truth as the relief of friendship. Because Scott Sauls lives as a man who knows that when his path crosses anyone's, the presence of the cross can change everything. When my husband and I have questions that are wrestling us down, Scott is the friend we turn to. When we need a prayer warrior in the middle of the night, Scott is the friend we turn to. When we need a fellow pilgrim's hand, a redeemed saint's mind, and a pastor's heart, Scott is the friend we turn to. 
In the midst of a family crisis, during seasons of desperately seeking clarity and on uphill roads through long, hard nights, Scott has faithfully, time and time again, befriended our family with deeply insightful wisdom, glasses of cold water refreshment and encouragement, and an extraordinarily humble and vulnerable heart that beats like Jesus, the one who calls even us friend. Scott can write this book, one direly needed in these times, because he is a man, a father, a thought leader, a pastor, a cultural voice, a friend, direly needed for these times. The tone of our world wounds us in a thousand ways. The discourse of our world attempts to continuously throw us off course. Our exchanges with one another desperately need to change because we all are exhausted with the ache of aloneness.